Hi everyone and welcome back to Living Intuitively with Elisa. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. This is the weekly tarot pull episode for the the week of, (laughs) I have to go check again, Um, the 29th of November to the 5th of December. Sometimes when I push record, my brain kind of just turns off for a second. I totally forget what day it is. Okay, so so November 29th to December 5th. We're getting into the end of the year of 2020. And what I want to talk about in the beginning of this episode is gaining confidence in using your intuition. So I I saw a quote today on Instagram of all places. <laughs> and the quote, let me look it up really quick. It says Confidence is not, they will like me. Confidence is, I'll be fine if they don't. All right, I'll read that again. Confidence is not, quote, they will like me. Confidence is, quote, I'll be fine if they don't. Oh, that's a hard one to distinguish between. You know, confidence, if you're looking at somebody who is confident, if they have those two different mindsets, they, it might look the same. But internally, that is a huge difference. And especially with something like intuition or reading tarot cards and any of these kind of, you know, more occult style ways of thinking or tools to use or, you know, anything psychology based um, or archetype based. It's difficult to have that confidence, especially when you're starting off, because there's so many ways to discount it, to uh, debunk it. You'll you'll notice when you start to, when you first initially start to get into these kinds of tools or these kinds of teachings, philosophy, you'll notice that people, there's a lot of naysayers out there. And so there's, there's, so many opportunities for you to walk away from these kinds of tools. And that's fine. You know, part of the journey is having confronting those and having those naysayers and recognizing in yourself whether it's right for you. But once you get to a point where you have true confidence, it doesn't matter what other people say. This is why I believe so strongly in placebo effects. Because if it works, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter what the, the how is and the why, you know, and if it works for you, and even if it doesn't work for other people, if it works for you, it works. And that's kind of how I gained confidence or I gained confidence and I keep gaining confidence in what I believe in because even when I'm having those days where I don't really truly believe it doesn't matter it works and it works for me in whatever form that I believe it in and this can be applied to any part of your life if you're doing anything there's a lot of naysayers and you're feeling down on it and you're you're losing your confidence 
just imagine, or not even imagine, believe, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. Another thing is, so whenever you're becoming a tarot reader, if you're interested in becoming a tarot reader, one of the things that you will encounter as you start to read for other people is that sometimes you'll get um, a client that, or you'll have a client where everything you say, they're like, yes, that resonates with me. I love that. That's so true. You know, yes, keep going. Like all of these things, like you'll get some great, great feedback, you know, and sometimes they'll be delayed. It'll be, you know, a couple weeks later, all of a sudden you'll get a message that says like, oh, I'm so glad we did that tarot reading. You know, it worked, it worked or you know, it, it gave me this confidence and gave me this clarity, whatever. But to be honest, that doesn't happen every time. And anybody who is a tarot reader and reads for other people knows this, that sometimes it doesn't land like a perfect, you know, 10 out of 10 perfect landing. But it doesn't discount, it doesn't discredit your gifts and abilities as a tarot reader. You know, there are so many different factors that are going on. And the key here is to not worry about that, those moments. And be fine if it doesn't land perfectly every time. And then if you are a client and you're, and you're asking for a tarot reader or you're listening to this podcast or any tarot podcast and you feel that it just doesn't land... Recognize that sometimes it won't. <laughs> sometimes tarot readings or any of the kind of occult um, readings. I mean, if you think about even if you've gone to therapy, sometimes therapy sessions doesn't, some, some days are more of aha moments than others. It's similar in that way. So gaining confidence in any kind of intuition-based practice takes the recognition that you're fine whether or not it lands or not that day. And that it doesn't prevent you from using your intuition more. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll get to the tarot portion of the podcast. I would also like to take a moment to tell you about the private Facebook community for intuitive healers. I created this group to explore ways to learn about ourselves and the world using our intuition and tarot and oracle cards as tools. The group is for all skill levels from beginners to experienced readers. And the purpose of this group is to have a safe space to ask questions, share experiences and learn from one another. One example, on the group page, we connect weekly with what I'm calling Intuitive Mondays. Every Monday, I post a question to the community and each for each of us to ask ourselves, our guides, the universe, whatever we call it, and pull tarot and oracle cards for the week. I then invite members to comment their card pulls and experiences around the weekly question. It's a great way for members to share and learn from each other. 
So the Facebook group is called Private Intuitive Tarot Community, and you can search for the group on Facebook or click the link in the Instagram bio, the handle is Intuition Living, to request access by answering just a couple short questions. I hope to see you there. All right, so let's get to the tarot portion of this podcast. And before we get started on the weekly tarot poll for this week, I have a little request and a gift for any of my listeners. So I have been releasing or I've been recording this podcast weekly for almost a year. I started this podcast in January of this year, 2020, January 21st to be exact. And before we get to the new year, before we get to 2021, what I want to ask from you all is what do you want to hear in addition or in replacement of the weekly tarot polls? What do you want to hear? Do you want more informational about the tarot cards? Do you want more readings? What do you want? So the gift in this is that if you reach out to me through my Instagram, the handle is at intuition living. If you reach out to me and give me some either constructive criticism, I can handle it, (laughs) or any recommendations for this next year, I will gift you a one question tarot reading. We can schedule that at any time. It doesn't expire. But just reach out and give a recommendation or criticism. And that gift is yours. All right. So let's get to the tarot portion of this podcast and pull a tarot card for this week. All right. So before we even start going with the... With the the shuffling and the picking of the card. <laughs> Let's take a moment and recenter. If you're able to close your eyes, take a deep breath. Allow your shoulders to relax, the muscles in your face to relax. And center yourself being in this moment. Allowing yourself to be fully here, listening to this podcast. Recognizing even if it's just taking moments like this to breathe can gain wisdom and insight, but can also elevate your confidence. If you're able to listen to your breath, it's just one step closer to listening to your intuition. Your breath holds a lot of wisdom. And if we're able to tap into it and use it and listen to it, we can gain the confidence and the wisdom that the breath holds for us. 
All right, so as I'm shuffling the cards, this week I'm using the classic Rider Waite Smith deck. I'm asking the cards, what advice do we all need at this time? One important part of the astrology of this week is that we are starting eclipse season. So if you're listening to this after the fact, because I'm posting this on Monday this week, we just had a lunar eclipse. And then we have a solar eclipse in about two weeks. It brings up a lot of intense emotions. And I'm not going to talk too much because there's a lot of people out there that are a lot more versed in astrology. And I'll let them talk about <laughs> the what the astrology means. But just know that sometimes whenever it comes to the tarot readings and tarot readings for yourself or for others, the energy gets a little more intense as we get, as we incorporate the eclipses into the tarot readings. All right, so I'm, I'm running the cards through my hands asking what advice do we all need, the collective need at this time? All right, and the card for this week is the devil. All right, so prefacing this with this is not a scary card. <laughs> so a lot of times, a lot there's a, there's a handful of cards that whenever I pull it for other people, people get scared. And the devil is one of them. But actually, I'll share this fun fact. The devil is my one of my favorite cards. There's a couple of my favorite, I have some favorite cards, but the devil is one of my favorite cards. And not because, you know, I'm, I'm into witchcraft or I'm into the occult. Like, <laughs> that has nothing to do with the practices that I do. But the more I learned about the devil card, the more I loved the messages that, um, that are hidden in, in the devil card. And the, the idea is you have to get past that initial fear of the devil card. If you see the devil card, so I invite anybody to go and image search for the devil card and look at it for a moment. Because if you are are fearful of this card, or if something was, if this card triggers you in a way, that is a good indication for what you might have to focus on for this time. It's a beautiful card to think about at this time of year as well, because especially because of the eclipses. Oh, I'm not going to go too, like I said, I'm not going to go too much into detail about the astrology, but the devil card. Okay, so I'm going to go, first of all, before I get too far into this, I'm going to first describe the imagery of the card. For anybody who is not familiar with the devil card or does not have access to the image or the card. So in the card, you see the devil, <laughs> appropriately named. So you see a devil, which, I mean, in this case, it's whatever the picture, whatever the artist decided of the devil looked like. <laughs> it's a half man, half beast with horns and wings. Um, and, you know, take that, leave it, whatever you want. And then you have the two people in front, and that's usually what I like to focus on more, more than the imagery of the actual devil, um, which I'll get to in a second, why that's the case. 
So in the forefront of the card, you see the same male and female archetype as we saw in the lover's card. So two naked people, one, one with a masculine form and one as a feminine form, female form. Same kind of tail as in the, in the lover's. So the, the female has a tail that is full of grapes and the male has a tail made out of flames. So that adds to the more feminine, masculine uh, archetypes. And I'm going to say archetypes here because it's not literal male and female. It's more of the archetypes of the masculine and the feminine. So we got the female with the grapes talking about creation and abundance and in, in, um, in growth. And then we've got the flame of the masculine side. So the masculines are archetype is a lot of drive and passion and um go getting <laughs> go getting <laughs> um like a flame okay and the big thing the biggest thing that I always see and I see this time as well is the chain around their necks and the chain is attached to the pedestal that the, dev- that the devil is sitting on but the key thing here is that the chain that's around the people's necks is loose enough for the people to get out themselves. I'll repeat that again. The chains that are around the people's necks, the male and female necks, are big enough and loose enough that the people can escape at any time. Hmm. So why I say that the devil itself is not an important imagery to look at or to focus on is because it is a figment of your imagination. So if we wrap this in with the chains and we relate it to our own spiritual or personal growth, we all have fears and things that we hold that hold ourselves to our fears that we ourselves put in place. They might be self-limiting beliefs, beliefs that we aren't good enough, that we're not doing enough, that we aren't smart enough, pretty enough, good enough. They might be fears from society Things aren't done that way, so why would I break that cycle? Those kinds of things. And those are just examples. <laughs> They're appropriate examples for myself, but because <laughs> I can only speak for myself. But apply that in whatever way applies to your life. We all have those things that we tie ourselves to, that hold ourselves down when we want to succeed. There's a little, it's a little voice inside of our head that's saying that we can't achieve that, or we can't do that. We're not good enough to do that. And this is perfect to the fact that I talked about confidence in the beginning of this episode. Because what holds us back from confidence, or being confident, is fear. Lack of confidence is pretty much just fear manifesting itself in a flaw that we see ourselves having. But that flaw that we see ourselves having is a figment of our imagination. It's our very own devil. 
So that little voice inside your head saying you're not good enough, doing enough, being enough, is the devil within you. And separate any kind of religious, you know, uh, teachings that we've, you know, you have, may or may not have learned about the devil. Separate the fact that it might, you know, that it, it, we've been taught that it's this creature that lives in hell. <laughs> Let's separate that for a moment and just see it as an archetype. The devil as an archetype is that little voice inside you saying that you're not good enough, doing enough, being enough. It's the, the, the little voice that points out your flaws before you go and do something. That's the imposter syndrome. It's the, I'm lazy. No, you're, you're not lazy. You're being fearful of something that you could be doing. Hmm. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a lot of shadow work associated with the devil card, and maybe that's why I like it so much because I really think that I can speak to my, for myself, but I think I, it's great for me to to approach my shadow, confront it, and even befriend that shadow, befriend that little devil inside of me that's that's saying these things because that is a fear trying to come out. One of the one of the things that I learned uh, from a spiritual teacher was that you know the fears that you have is actually your inner child trying to act out and trying to get your attention. So instead of hating on that that shadow side and being fearful of that shadow side or trying to dismiss that shadow side or your ego, showing that side of you compassion and love. Because it's actually your inner self or your inner child throwing a little tantrum inside of you. <laughs> so if I were to give any advice for this time of year, use this time of solitude and reflection, period. You know, wherever you are, use this time to confront your devil. Notice that it has no power over you, but you gave it power. And also see the devil as an archetype. You can look at it straight in its face, straight in it to its eyes, and say, I hear you, I see you. Let's work together on this. Instead of being fearful and pushing it away or hiding it. And then also examine those chains that you have around your neck that are weighing you down and preventing you from succeeding. Your wildest dreams. Notice that those chains were put by you. They're a figment of your own imagination. And that they are loose enough to, to free yourself. To do whatever you want to do. Alright, the devil card for this upcoming week. This is a powerful card. Use this time. Love yourself. Love your inner child. Love that little devil inside your head. <laughs> Befriend that little devil inside of your head. And again, reach out if you have any questions, concerns, 
If you are fearful of the devil card, let me know. <laughs> I love to talk about the devil card. It's just one of my it's one of my favorite cards. Once I was able to see it for what it was instead of being fearful of it, I it opened so many doors for me. Sometimes you can use the tarot cards and call on the 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 energy of the tarot cards when you're in difficult difficult situations or you're experiencing um sadness or depression or or lack of any sort you can call on the energies of the tarot cards so sometimes when i'm feeling down about myself and i'm i'm putting myself down or feel that i can't do something or can't be something or i'm not enough i imagine I close my eyes and I literally imagine that the devil's sitting right in front of me. The devil from this card. And I imagine that I'm actually having a conversation with that devil. But I'm also not scared or cowering or yelling at the devil. I'm just having a conversation, a loving, compassionate conversation with the devil. It's a beautiful practice, a beautiful exercise. And you'll... You'll notice that the more you do that, the the less scary the devil gets. You know, I even I even have practices where I <laughs> try to sketch out what the little monster looks like. I have a couple monsters, like I have a doubt monster. And the doubt monster comes whenever I am doubting myself. Hence the name Doubt Monster. <laughs> and I picture it as this little gremlin that sneaks around in the corner, in the dark corner. But the funny thing about the Doubt Monster is as soon as I see it and I confront it and I point out that it's there, it, it runs away because it doesn't like to be confronted. It doesn't like to be seen. <laughs> so it's a fun thing, it's a fun little game I play with the Doubt Monster with myself. Fun little game I play with myself when I, where I, anytime I feel the doubt monster, you know, creeping around, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> and it's a nice way to neutralize the situation. It doesn't make it 100% go away, but it neutralizes it in a way that I can then slow down and think, am I actually thinking this because I, I don't have the skills to do this job? Or am I thinking this because I'm doubting myself, harming myself in that way? So I invite you to do the same. Think about your insecurities. Think about what devils are within. And imagine it as a little creature. Communicate with it. Ask what its name is and what it looks like. And you'll be surprised how cute they end up being. All right, so um, the devil for this week, enjoy the week ahead. Please take some time to rest. We all need it. Have a great week ahead. And please check out the Instagram. The handle is at intuitionliving. And I'll see you for the next episode. Thanks for listening.